I'm here to inquire about your spoons. Welcome to the Space Kraken Podcast. Dear God, it's been a while, I know. But, you know, that's what happens when you have holidays and stuff. My name is Cody, and uh, I'm joined here by my good friends, Zach. How are you, bud? Hey. And Sweet Beef. Hi. That's me. Oh, yeah. That is you. That is definitely you. That's me. I'm I'm Sweet Beef. Yeah. So, today, we have a very, very fun topic. We're going to talk about music. Well music in general and uh music and video games um best soundtracks in gaming question mark hopefully anyways so i hope all of y'all had a good holiday how was y'all's holidays did y'all make it did y'all survive i mean i'm here you know i moved oh yeah i did i did move i survived the move that's rough it's so- rough when you got a baby Yes, babies. Babies are a thing. Mm. Lots of babies, lots mm. of moving. Which is, I guess we could blame the move and the babies, because we both have babies, on why it's been a while since we've had... It's been a while. It's been I a mean, while. It, well, hang on. Is it going to be that long? Because we still have the other one mm-hmm. that we got to put out. So it would be like <clears throat> maybe a week? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll it see. We'll see which one comes out first. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll probably. See. So, guys, we're talking music, if not one of the most important mediums to uh, grace our senses. It's a way we can convey emotion and a way that we can connect, not just with, you know, what we're listening to, but with each other as well. And um, music in gaming has slowly evolved over the years. And my, which I'm sure everybody else here too, my musical taste has also evolved over the years and you know it's it's nice to i guess uh see like music taking such like a forefront in gaming um and so much so that it i mean i feel like it's critical and it can make or break a game but um let's talk a little bit about us first before we jump into our games here so uh what kind of music do you guys grow up listening to i kid you not my, uh, I think my first CD was like Backstreet Boys or something, or NSYNC. I'm not even kidding. Of course. <laughs> no, bye, bye, bye. People listening to this probably don't even know who they are anymore. They went bye, bye, bye for a long time. <laughs> no. Um, but as like I started getting like finding my own music taste, um, I started getting into like is Kiss. So, uh, my biological father, dude, he showed me Kiss. Um, and I loved them. So they've been like my favorite seventies band. And then I, it continued to grow and I grew into the metal stuff. Uh, I think I started getting into like bands like Atreyu and Under Oath. And that just, uh, I got Hawthorne Heights CDs and they had like sample CDs where they showed you like different stuff of people on victory records and stuff like that. And it's explored 
new stuff. And then later I, I started liking a little bit of everything. Honestly, I like a little bit of country bluegrass uh, rap. If it's good, uh, any country before rascal flats is summer nights. I quit listening to country after that year. <laughs> uh, I was like rascal, my man, you ruined country for me. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> my is, is still a country fan that, uh, unironically, that does hurt my soul just a tiny bit, but I also understand. Ah. Uh, <laughs> got him. That was good. Oh no. You walked into that one. Oh, yeah. Alright, I'm done. I need to stop talking sick. Go. Alright. Um, so I didn't really start liking music until at least not that I remember, until like the fifth grade, um, where our bus driver just played music. So like our local radio station was how I first got introduced to music for the most part. Then there was my dad, obviously, who probably has the biggest influence as far as music goes in my life. Uh, he loved outlaw country. So like Kenny Rogers, you know, no one to hold him, no one to fold him, but like not as a joke in an ad. Right, legitimately right. listen to that. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and then on the complete opposite end of that spectrum, uh, lots of rock like classic rock. So like Twisted Sister, Def Leppard, Van Halen, uh, Iron Maiden, Kiss. My dad had a like $300 Paul Stanley bust and it was incredibly <laughs> detailed. Awesome. He loved Kiss very much. So I, uh, yeah. That's a uh, fun fact to kind of pity, piggyback on uh, Sweet Beef. My first CD was Rihanna's SOS album. <laughs> so yeah. That's 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 how we've evolved from there because I listen to pretty much anything. The only thing I don't listen to is kind of along what Sweet Beef said, rap if it's good, and there's lots of criteria for why I think is good as far as that goes. But we won't get too far into that. Yes, mumble, no, no mumble. Oh man, man, yeah. Let's see. Uh, my uh, well, my music taste was also very influenced by my dad early years. Lots of classic rock, specifically ACDC. My dad is a huge ACDC fan, and Man, I, I love ACDC. Like, it's it, like I have a lot of nostalgia there, but I will listen to that like constantly. And then from there, I don't I don't even know, man. My journey went through a lot of things because uh, I definitely went through that like weird like rap phase. Um, at the time, Get Low came out because, you know, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. You know, like in middle school, like because that's totally appropriate to listen to in middle school. Look, uh, I had several people that would force me in middle school to come to their table so that I could do that song for them. Oh, beautiful. It was beautiful. It. That and uh, Snap Your Fingers, you know, little John. Oh, yeah, dude. Do your step. Uh, you can do it all by yourself. Let me see. All you by yourself. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then uh, then I found the world of like pop punk and post hardcore uh bands like uh chiodos uh yes <laughs> yeah dude i know man uh but yeah in fear oh in fear and faith was a big one that i really listened to a lot um i don't know there, there's there were so many bands that i listened to in that and i mean i was in that phase for a while and then from there i evolved into alt rock almost anything alternative really um which then turned into indie which has now turned into i will listen to pretty much anything like i have irish folk music i have video game music Banjo three dude sea shanty. listen sea shanties i got the longest johns i got high kings high kings amazing if you haven't heard them um you know like i have the entire final fantasy 7 soundtrack on my thing which we'll get to that in a little bit um man i don't know 
like alternative is where my heart lies but i will listen to anything and okay sorry we we dabbled on country earlier so i have to say most new country not great however if you have not listened if you haven't listened to tyler childers you're kind of missing out that dude that dude throws it down that sweet lady may yeah 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 yeah. yes i've heard him yeah yeah he's really freaking good super talented um and then rap i listen i listen to childish gambino but of course i'm very i don't i don't i can't i'm about to get real hipster on it i listen to childish gambino before he's cool that's all <clears throat> mm. Mm. i watched his youtube before he was cool listen yeah that's fair like, like, yeah. like most things it became mainstream and i heard it and was like oh that's pretty neat that's that's pretty neat <laughs> oh man dude but i yeah. have a band that i listened to before they were cool and then i heard them on the radio and i cried yeah it's okay sometimes it happens I still listen to uh, He Is We when they are still in pure volume. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's okay, because every listener said, who the F is He Is We? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. I right now, Charlie knows them, so. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. All right, I may be wrong. I may be super wrong here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, they're acoustic. Go give them a listen. They're not bad. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. really good. And... I mean, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into freaking band drama. That's not what we're here to talk about. You know where I was going with that. <clears throat> so, I feel like music has uh, has taken a big shape in all of our lives somehow. Sweet beef, uh, you yourself being a uh, master of the musical arts. Master's a, a bit pushing it. <laughs> More like <laughs> decent in a couple of things. Sorry. Yeah. I just watched Doctor Strange and I thought it sounded cool and then you just made it not sound as cool as I wanted it to. I know. Cool. I'm can, sorry. Yeah, it's cool. I forgive you. You, you can need to hit me with it next time. I won't deflect. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That would be awesome. I just imagine yeah. you turning your guitar in like into like a sling ring somehow and then whenever you strum it just opens portals. So I, I assume that's what happens, right? next to me. I is can that, not, that out real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that not isn't that how music works anymore? Nope. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> No, because I mean, according to Soul, I mean, yeah, I thought I thought we just all went off into our own dimension. All right. Anyways, that's that's way out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, very good movie. I watched that. Really good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Go watch. I it. enjoyed it. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it at the end of the show when we make recommendations. Don't listen to our recommendations now. Don't go watch it yeah. now. Wait till after. Stop it. When Wait. we recommend it again, and then go uh, watch it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Ah, don't get out of here. Stay here. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, with our, you know, musical interest, I can't help but to wonder how this shapes the way you guys play video games and which video games that you actually connect with, with the soundtrack and the score. Because I feel like we all started on a very similar, I guess, musical path and kind of diverged in different ways. But at this point, I kind of feel like you know, we're kind of all just like, whatever, whatever sounds good a little bit. Let's hear it. So let's kind of dive into this. Then we'll go talk about like our other musical experiences a little bit later. But hey, we are a gaming podcast after all. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't play games. Yeah. What is, what are video games? Anyways. So let's talk about our games that have the best soundtracks to them. Sweet Beef, I'm going to let you start it off because I'm looking at your list here and I got to say, it's some pretty good stuff good on list. here. It's some pretty good stuff. 
That's because I got great taste in music, Cotton. Um, uh, so, like, for me, like, music has to be really uh, different. It has to constantly change. I don't want to hear the same thing over and over again. Um, little fun fact, though. The way video game music started was they needed something repetitive, but something not so repetitive that the player would get tired of hearing it. Like the legend Koji Kondo, when he... Uh, created the Zelda theme that we all know and love. That was the goal behind the same Hentai Mario theme as well. Um, so for me, I want to feel something different when I'm traveling, going through the game or whatever. So like Nier Automata, that's one of my favorite scores of any video games. There's just so much that goes on to it. And you can tell there's like a lot of care. There's one song in particular where in the background there's these robots repeating a line and it's subtle and if you listen to it enough like you can start picking up on these like robots talking in the background part of the beat as you're killing robots as well um and of course zelda there's so many different songs that everyone knows the song like lost woods everyone knows the lost woods even if you never played zelda you heard the lost woods song somewhere you get stuck in your head Da, 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 da. You know, we everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time is a timeless classic of uh, one of the best video game soundtracks. You can pinpoint every song. You can just remember it out of out of your head. Oh yeah, it's so good. So Zelda, of course, is one of my favorite franchises as well. And then moving along with me is uh, like the Bloodborne and Dark Souls. They somehow made you feel epic when you enter a boss ring. And like, there's a choir singing with an organ, and everything's on fire, and you're dying. It's your 52nd try <laughs> trying to kill this thing, but you still feel really good about it because the orchestra is just ah, you know, this whole time while you're kicking butt. I love it. Dude. Bloodborne in particular. Yeah, as I say, Bloodborne uh, has the uh, what amygdala. And that's easily one of the greatest boss themes I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, I, yeah. I literally have oh, it on yeah. my phone. I just listen to it from time to time because it's just so freaking cool. Like, I feel terrified while I'm listening to it. Like, it's just like one of those, you're like, my lord, like, I am scared. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, yeah, Amygdala. Oh, sorry, good. The Soul Series does such a great job at like conveying emotion. Like, you, you hit that second phase and everything changes in the music, too. And you're just, it's chaotic and you're chaotic. And you're scrambling around because it's your first time. And you're like, ah, I don't know how to fight this guy. He just transformed. The feeling and, you get from the music along with it. And then there's the surprise third phrase, the third phase. Looking at you, uh, Sister Frida. It's the worst boss fight. It's so hard. It's so fun. I don't care. No, um, like, I love the It's just difficult. Who is expecting that third phase? Let's be honest. No one. But, um, and it's a full health bar all three phases, so you're not even expecting it. But, um, and then Persona 5. Oh, oh my goodness. Every song in that thing slaps. Every it single really one. Does. And it's so different. Funky. <laughs> you, it, it's so funky. You know, it's just like, yeah, get it. You hear that, you get that groovy bass line. Like slapping the bass like right behind your ear. You're totally cool with it. It's so, that game is probably. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. It's probably the most stylish game I've ever played. It's so well done. It's got a lot of love. And um, it's so much love, as it should. Uh, 
which I think we'll get to this. We're going to talk about the Game Awards. And everyone knows that uh, if you watched it, there was a special uh, music thing that happened there. We'll get to that later. And then lastly, uh, or I guess I got two more, Doom. Because I love Mick Gordon, and I love metal, and I love violence. So Doom uh, it just goes in hand in hand. It was great. And special shout out to Crush 40 for all this <laughs> beautiful Sonic games and the music that comes out of there. Which, if you don't know, Crush 40 is like the epitome of like perfect butt rock. It's everything <laughs> that you want in butt rock. It's got that that sound. It makes you want to headbang and you want to sing along to it, but you also feel really bad about singing along to it. Like It's kind of like Nickelback in that manner where you feel like you're being judged. <laughs> but part of you is like, I don't care. You live and learn. Crush 40, the Nickelback of video game music. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You heard it here, folks. And I love Nickelback, and that's not that's not a hot take. I mean, they're successful, so I can't say anything. <laughs> I was just going to let him <laughs> marinate on that silence for just a second. <laughs> That's okay, though. That's and okay. we just lost at least one listener. Yes. Look at, at least this photograph. <laughs> oh, no, look at this graph. <laughs> uh, oh, tell you what, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll go to my uh, top choices next. Should we um, skip you after what you no, just said? No, I, I, I think that with, with Nickelback, you also have this gateway of treasure troves that you, you just need to hear about. Out oh. here, let's go. All right, so I'm going to skip past, because my first one's Guitar Hero Rock Band, and while that doesn't add anything new to anything as far as like you know gaming and uh, music, uh, but it does introduce a lot of people to music that they would have never maybe been introduced to before. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think Rock Band and uh, Guitar Hero helped a lot of classic rock artists like kind of be seen again, uh, which I think is cool. Uh, next along would be the Kingdom Hearts. Uh, besides being, you know, the melding of Square Enix, Disney, two forces of musical composure, the, the, the game's like main title themes, Simple and Clean, Sanctuary, you hear them and you instantly feel what you felt when you play Kingdom Hearts, which for most people is a lot because it's such, such a good game. Oh my goodness. But even the fights, see, it's the same thing with the Dark Souls situation. Like you feel the tension rising when the music comes up with you. So good. Uh, then also any of the rare games like Banjo-Kazooie, Conquered Bad Fur Day, Donkey Kong 64, they all just have like this certain charm to them. They're not necessarily modern like, you can tell that it's a rare game. Dude, Donkey Kong 64, though, like... Well, okay, actually, sorry. Banjo-Kazooie. I yes. I feel like it just... It's so well ingrained in my mind. Like, when you say Banjo, I think of the music first. Like, that's, like, the first yeah. thing that comes to my mind. That and the sound of uh, of Banjo jumping. No, sorry, not Banjo. Kazooie jumping. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I... Okay. I love that game so much. And and like like you said, you think of the music first. And for me, that's super important. Like with a lot of games, they have that nostalgic feel. You you see the game, you hear the music. You hear the music, you see the game. And I think that's just really awesome that like we make those links. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then kind of last up, Final Fantasy, uh, any of them. They, they've all got just a fantastic orchestra behind them. And I've seen some of their performance like live from people who worked on the game. 
and you can tell the way they play, the way they do it on stage. Like, there's so much love put into it. Oh, absolutely. And it just sounds so good. It's just beautiful. Uh, and I lied. I do have an honorable mention. Um, and you have to pick this particular version of the game because it's got the better soundtrack. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Summer Olympic Games. That's, that's, <laughs> where, that's where you get the good music. We don't, we don't, not the Winter Games. Dude, not good. Dude, don't, yeah, don't have around, man. Like, that freaking title screen freaking slaps. Like, yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't expect the lead rhythm and second lead to come in at the same time, but they do. Oh, dude, that's good. That's good. Everybody I likes like it. To, Everybody likes yeah, to trip like, it. I do want to interject real quick, uh, Zach, with you. Um, you said you've seen the orchestra who worked on the Final Fantasy soundtrack. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, I have seen the Symphony of the Goddess Orchestra, and. I'd like to say that if you have not seen an orchestra for video game music, oh my goodness, it is worth a ticket. Absolutely. Seriously, you should go. If, if they come to your town or anywhere close, you should go. Don't, and please, please don't, don't dress up in a costume when you go. Yeah, that's it's what cons are for. It's yeah. nice. It's supposed to be a nice thing. Please don't. Yeah. I mean, you do you. You do you, I mean, but. If, it, if it's a suit <laughs> that is like green with like a white body, if it's like a suit tunic a sunic you might be able to get away with that <laughs> oh man is that a thing can we make that no, a thing i don't think it is but we can we better look it up suit tunic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing it's not a thing oh, oh well, but, boys. but these look pretty cool uh right. patent pending oh wait dibs. The, I uh, like, yeah dips okay. there are chinese sorry there are chinese tunic suits uh but that's not a sunic no, that is not a tunic. They're tunic suits, not suit tunics. So. Like it's important. It's important. Man. All right. There's someone who really just said Sonic the Hedgehog wrong. Uh, you guys playing that Sunic the Hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> okay, let's see. What do, I have a list. Go I have to a list. Next. Yeah. Yeah, got you got things. a list. I got things. All right, so first game on here. I will bring this up every podcast until I die, or until it's remade, one of the two. Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Got good music. (laughs) No, for real, though. Um, Like, yes, I love this game dearly, but legitimately, though, it does have one of the most memorable soundtracks of any game that I've ever played. I'm not just saying that because I love the game, like, you'll find a lot of critical review uh, of people praising uh, the soundtrack of this. And like, I can just like hear it. Like there's a, there's this thing called the forest maze. And I just find myself like singing it all the time. It's like, and it's just like, yeah, dog. Like I can see those little bees flying around. Like, oh man, it's so good. So good. Everyone go play that game at some point in your life. Uh, all right. Another one. Castle crashers. Which I feel like a large majority of people have played Castle Crashers, but my lord, what an awesome like soundtrack! Um, specifically, the Necromancer theme at the end of the game is just top tier. Like, I don't know, I don't know. Me and my brother play this game all the time. He's way better than me at it. Like, I got I got to give it to to my brother. Shout out to you, Cameron. You're god tier at Castle Crashers, and I wish I was you. Uh- <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so Zelda, and I, I kind of meant to chime in on you earlier on this, because, like, Zelda, I mean, I, 
Zelda is like a forerunner in, I guess, the uh, what 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 am I looking for? I guess uh, the frontier of like memorable music in video games. I mean, it literally makes you remember music. Like, you have to. <laughs> like, that's like Ocarina of Time's like big thing, is uh, literally remembering all these songs that way you can teleport around the place. But like, I mean, you can't like not think of Zelda and like not think of the music. Like, that's the first thing that always comes to my mind is all the different songs. Like, I mean, I, I literally sit around here and I just play them on my ukulele. I bought an ocarina so I could play songs from Ocarina of Time on it. And I mean, it is so incredible what they were able to do with this game especially like you know way back on Nintendo 64 and then everyone they put out is just I don't know man it's freaking Zelda it's good it's good stuff I went and saw an orchestra here play um it was like a tribute to all the Zelda games and oh man it was so cool like while we're talking orchestras I'm just I'm such a fan of orchestral like uh I guess, um, oh man, I'm blanking on words tonight, guys. Anyways, orchestral, I guess, uh, composing, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'm moving past it. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I get you. I get Everybody you. Everybody just lets me struggle. <laughs> like, we, all, yeah, we all seem yeah, to have yeah, a yeah. very big love for uh, orchestral pieces. There we go. There we go. We could have said well, that earlier when I was struggling, but it's fine. Well, Let's I go. just now thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then I guess technically you kind of touched on this a little bit when you talked about Kingdom Hearts, but Final Fantasy in general, um, number one, one of the greatest songs in video games came out of Final Fantasy and that's One Winged Angel, uh, for Sephiroth. (laughs) Dude, it's so good, man. And speaking of, did you guys, which I know that you have, but I'm going to ask you on the podcast anyways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> see the trailer for sephiroth in smash oh my goodness because number one so good that was dark af <laughs> and nintendo they holy kill mario crap. holy crap like i said there's Someone a, had to. yeah there's a child somewhere in the world that had a slight heart attack after they watched their favorite character mommy and... mario's dead yeah <laughs> Yeah, and some parent nice was watching it, freaked out, turned it off instantly. They don't even know. They just think Mario's dead right now. <laughs> so, it's rough. The newest Mario game comes out. Does this have necromancy in it? I <laughs> certainly saw him perish. Necromario. <laughs> the Necromariamakai. <laughs> Necromario. What right no. here? What's up? It's super dead Mario Brothers too, baby. <laughs> That's so stupid, dude. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's a me, a necromario. Real quick, before you move off of Final Fantasy, I do have to uh, piggyback. I forgot to mention Final Fantasy fifteen. Ah, oh. oh yes, that like, ending song. Oh, if you've played God. it, you know, and you know the song, and it hurts. And every time you hear it, it hurts. And that's how you know they did a good job of it. Like, no one died, and I'm over here shedding a tear. And I'm just like, this is so beautiful. It's sad. Why am I... What is wrong with me? Oh, I know. I'm crying. Dude. It's touched my soul. Tell you. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy just gets it right every time. Um, let's see. Okay. Now this one. This one's a big one. And 
This was huge for me growing up, especially. And that's Halo, dude. Yeah. That's right, dude. Freaking. I'll never forget that. Like, ever forget that. Halo is just epic. I know, man. Then you have like the Halo 3 like opening screen or the title screen where you're sitting on there, which people imitate all the time in stairwells and stuff. Yeah, oh, I'm not gonna try it right no, now. No, no, it's impossible. It's freaking. It's so good though. The acoustics in my room style. are good. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the acoustics in my room are zero. <laughs> um, and then I got one more on here, and uh, this isn't like like super meaningful music or anything, but my lord, I I can tell you every song from almost. It's every, meaningful to me. Every entry, and it's Pokemon. Like yeah. Like definitely all the way up through Gen Seven, I could probably remember every song, which is yeah. bonkers because they just do so well. Like every town has its own theme, and you know it the moment you walk into it. And there's like literally like physical, or not even physical, but there's just like lines in the game that you cross, and the music changes immediately, so you know exactly where you are at all times. And not to mention like the battle music and like different bosses. Oh, yeah. And I move on to the anime, and like because you know it is an anime. Um, and all the songs are bops up until like, even, even recently, I think they have decent songs, but it's like, you can't hear those songs and not just want to like, yeah. Yeah, dude. There's not a single person on this planet that doesn't hear. I want to be the very best. And then they don't immediately go straight to Pokemon. <laughs> like, and if you don't, you're lying. Yeah. yeah. Like I can see both of you right now. You're shaking right now. Cause you want to sing it so bad. You're oh, just like, oh, honestly, I right now, <laughs> no journey, uh, one, stuck in my head and that, that's always been my favorite oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> i forgot that you love that one so much <laughs> i love johto johto's so good yeah dude johto was awesome oh man i got the jonathan young version stuck yeah, in my head yeah. look forward to uh sweet beef and i's cover of <laughs> oh dude it's happening holy crap is that happening yes oh. it's too late it's already happening there's no way it can't i'm bought in all right. I'm, I'm botted. Yeah. Bought I was like, all right, we're, we're looking forward to that. My God, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Exactly. Pokemon. It's just, it. Oh, the music's so good. I so know. good. And uh, I was talking about Pokemon bleeding into uh, anime in, uh, you know, different mediums. Um, Let's just, while we're talking music, uh, let's talk about uh, some of your guys' like favorite TV shows and movies and stuff. Um, What do you look for? when it comes to a score of a movie or a TV show? I want it to accompany it. I don't want it to overrun it. And that's a lot of things that I think uh, a lot of people do is they try to put emphasis on one or the other. They make me too loud and it, it completely overrides the scene. Whereas if you do it right, the music kind of ebbs and flows with the wordplay, with the emotion as it's going on. And then it overall adds to the experience instead of taking away from it. Oh, absolutely. I want to talk about my favorite composer right now. And that's uh, Ludwig Gordonson. And I mean, he's a super hot commodity right now. Dude produced all of Childish Gambino's uh, music. But um, the big thing that I know him for is uh, Black Panther. And he... Is also doing the score for The Mandalorian now, which is much more current, current with everyone. It's amazing. It's so good. But um, so I was actually listening to uh, he did an interview with another podcast, uh, Song Exploder, um, where he broke down um, 
the process of him making the score for uh, Black Panther and like the the things that he like goes through in his mind to make sure that you're in the moment. So uh, in that, he actually said that like T'Challa and Killmonger's theme is actually the same. It has the same exact like like or, like original rhythm. And then he just changed like certain aspects. Like he made um, Killmonger's like where you have that like trap beat and stuff because from where he's from. And then, you know, you have the more like tribal sounding, uh, I guess, um, sounds coming from T'Challa's. And it's like more like regal where you have like those like uh, like trumpets and stuff like that because of like his history. But they share the exact same like bass rhythm because they're family and like dude went through like all that to like make it I don't know it's just like I I think it's incredible what he does with music and the way he like actually thinks about things in that nature and I think that's what makes I guess a score so great is whenever you can connect things like that because like even in the moment you don't really like notice something like that but you can always feel that bit of like familiarity and it's just like those like small details Especially for him to put that much effort and love and care into something that most people aren't ever going to notice. Right, exactly. What about you guys? You guys got some stuff on here. So John Williams is always uh, my go-to when I think of like a movie composer. One of the best. One of the greatest ever. But I will say one of my f- favorite movies of all time is about a bass player. And I started out on bass... And now there's this little gym. It's directed by Edgar Wright, who's probably one of my favorite directors. Oh, I, I see think, where this is going. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're going with the seven evil X's. That's right. Scott dude. Pilgrim vs. World. Oh one my goodness. That, I'm glad you it's said it because so I was good. going to if you did. <laughs> I was like, that movie does such a great job of intertwining music with a, like a theme of the, the, the movie. And all the, like the, it's all original music. And he, he actually even makes it so like you see the music, you know, with all the bright pops mm-hmm. and colors and the sound effects, you you not only feel it, hear it, you see it. Right. Yeah, with the monkey fighting the two dragons, yeah. literally with so cool, dude, so cool. <laughs> it was really cool. I can't. I'm not complaining at all. And it and has a course, bunch of Zelda references in that movie. So yeah. again, <laughs> there's that. And if you're talking Edgar Wright, you got to talk Baby Driver too, of course. Yes. Absolutely. Baby Driver, oh my Astounding. god, yes. I love 100%. Yeah, dude. It, I just it, it, a solid right. soundtrack. Oh man, he's way up there on my, my list of directors. Um, yeah, he dude, he knows, he really, really knows how to like make sure that his movies... Uh, it, you know, while we're talking about soundtracks, uh, let's talk about James Gunn for a second and what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. That was what I was going to talk about too next, actually. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the other person that immediately comes to mind where the the movies built around the soundtrack it yeah yeah literally fantastic yeah li- literally guardians of the galaxy 2 they took they fit they made the soundtrack first and then they filmed the movie around the soundtrack like quite literally um and which is you know not a common thing <laughs> to do in the filming industry um which is why i think it works so well and you know um the first movie was the first time ever a uh soundtrack from a movie like top the charts and 
I mean, I, I feel like that's such an incredible accomplishment. And like, I mean, I have the entire soundtrack on my phone and listen to oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I know so many often. people who have bought vinyls of it, of both Volume One and Two. Oh. Yeah, I bought them for Katie. Yeah, I, I did that. I bought them for Katie. I got her a record player. It's also. awesome. It's absolutely yeah. awesome. Oh man, like you have to listen to that that specific soundtrack on on vinyl. You have to. I feel like that's a a must. It's quite literally made for. <laughs> oh man. So, in terms of music. And of course, like we're over here talking about like these like fantastic scores that just really just, you know, bring to light the, I guess, astoundingness of what a movie or a video game can be. But I do want to talk a little bit while we're here about some of our favorite, I guess, musicians in the world of comedy. And this is some of my favorite kind of comedy is musical comedy. And, um, but I know you guys have definitely been into this genre for a little longer than I have. Um, Cause I mean, literally the only person I used to listen to like forever ago was Bo Burnham and what a lyrical genius, but oh, yeah. I kind of want you guys to just uh, take over here, talk a little bit, talk to us about uh, some of these comedy singers. I can absolutely gush on this. So if you guys don't <laughs> mind me going first, I will. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I want to hear it. I'll go ahead and start with Bo Burnham. Of course. Um, he's kind of the one that like introduced me to what comedy and music can be when actually like melded together. There's been so many times where I've like re-listened and heard a a phrase or a line in his lyrics that I was like, Oh, when I was younger, I just could not comprehend that that's what you were referencing at the time. But now that I am, I won't say I'm smarter because I'm definitely not, but now I know a couple extra things. It's like, I get it now. And so it's kind of like little things like that that show he put that much detail into. Um, but not just him. Obviously, he's one of the most famous ones. But then you got the OG, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, the original parody artist. And he's such a good guy. Like, you look at celebrities, you look at drama, he doesn't have it. Right. He's just a guy making fun music and making fun of things. And not even in a malicious way. But he's clever about it. Uh, and I, I think that's super awesome. And I respect him a lot for it. Uh, then you got Tenacious D, of course. Um, obviously, not their entire musical stuff is comedy related, but Jack Black, Kyle Gass, they go out there and they have fun with it. They have way fun with it. Yeah, like it's 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 fun to watch them uh, just go out there, and they're like in their fifties yeah. by now. I don't even know how old he is, but it's he's getting up there. I find but myself he's definitely quoting Tenacious D on the daily. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did not mean to blow your mind. It's <laughs> so good, dude. <laughs> that movie is fantastic. Oh, Loki, we just we just love Jack Black as a whole. He's he's an absolute gem. Oh, like, oh for sure. Like so Burnham ruined country for me. He's one of the reasons why I don't like country even. Y'all more. dumb mother effers want a key change? <laughs> <laughs> the Mandarin. That's textbook pandering. Like that song, <laughs> it's home because I listen to today's country. Like, and I'm just like, it's literally the song that Bo Burnham wrote. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I hate it. Perfect. It's it's so bad. But the worst uh, part is it's catchy, and that's that's what makes it upsetting because you're like, he's it's right, a formula. and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I know. Do you guys remember Space Ghost? Have you ever seen Space Ghost? Oh yeah, coast to coast. Space Ghost, coast to coast. So it's this. So Space Ghost was originally this old Cartoon Network cartoon, and then they made like an adult, like late night TV show yeah. host out of it. Right. And that's where you get the Space Ghost, coast to coast. And he had his two villains on the show. One of them was Brack. <laughs> I don't know what Brack is. I think he's a cat. I don't he know. He looks like a cat or some kind of weird monster. <laughs> you sound like Murderface <laughs> from Metalocalypse. I tossed away Brack sounds like. <laughs> exactly. Brack, like Brack is higher pitched. He's, he's kind of. So I don't want to Brack know. had this. He sounds more like Murderface, which we're going to get into that. That's, <laughs> we're going to get into Metalocalypse. <laughs> Speaking of music and TV shows. So, uh, Brack, they made an album of him singing stuff. Oh, dude, yes. I, it's I not Space this. Ghost, it's just Brack. It's so terribly good. If you, you've, you've heard it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love it's, you, baby. It's terrible in the way that, like, Biz Marquee is, is yeah. terrible. Yeah. I love you, baby. Just the whole time. I'm like, yes, this is funny because it's, like, forced rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... It's it's gold in my opinion. This is pre Adult Swim days, so you know you got to go back. You got to post. Oh yeah, not pre. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Metalocalypse. Uh, I want, if you don't know, it's it, so Metal. So Death Clock is is a band by one guy, but he made a show where it's an actual band called Metal Metalocalypse, and it's just these stupid Marvel. metal musicians. Lovable, lovable yeah. characters. Roxo the rock and roll clown. You love him. <laughs> he does cocaine. <laughs> does. <laughs> I also recommend Metalocalypse. That is a fun, easily digestible show. For Definitely sure. It is not. If you are a child and are easily offended, don't watch it. I don't mean those two things correlate. I'm saying if you are a child or a person who is easily offended, do not watch it. Not if you're saying, a child who is easily offended, definitely stay away. <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so, oh, and Starbomb. Of course. I love oh, them. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys yeah, get Star Starbomb, Ninja Sex Party, uh, considering I've seen Ninja Sex Party live. Uh, God. And. Oh, I could gush about that forever too. Dan, hold on. <laughs> For those that watch the video, you can see me pointing to my Ninja Sex Party uh, this. little picture I've got. Uh, that came with the first set of Under the Covers albums signed <laughs> CDs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say good, enough good things about Dan, uh, Aaron, Brian. They're they're amazing people. They fun musicians. If you like stuff from like the 80s and 90s, their cover album is like super duper everything you want it to be. Mm. Okay. Well, guys, I think we really, we really covered it here. But what does that take us to? Well, this is the part of the show where we bring you news of what's going on in the video game world. So we have a lot to talk about because we kind of missed a lot in these uh, past couple months. Um, and, you know, we got to talk about the Game Awards a little bit. And uh, we definitely, definitely got to talk about Cyberpunk. Because, 
Woo-wee. And, um, yeah. It's back. Back. So... (laughs) Let's start there. Let's start with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 um, had quite the rough landing, dare I say. Um, I mean, guys, this game is unfortunately broken. Broken to the point to where PS4 actually delisted it from the PlayStation 4 store. And, um, yeah, took it off the market, uh, was granting refunds, and last-gen consoles were struggling to play this game. Um, Sweet Beef, that wasn't exactly your uh, your experience, though, was it? No, that wasn't, Cody. I actually <laughs> had the exact opposite experience. <laughs> okay, real quick. Before, Talk to I, I t- before I tell you the thoughts on the game, I, I have some issues with that in general, like, generally. So, earlier in the... Earlier last year... Uh, in 2020, they put out a statement saying that they were not going to uh, work on next-gen upgrades. You know, they're just going to focus on the current gen, get that pushed out, and then they'll work on the upgraded versions later. So we knew that Xbox One uh, and PlayStation 4, that's what they were working on. And then they kept delaying it. And then they delayed it on console release, so everyone kind of knew, dude, you're you're up, you're wait, you're upgrading the game to, for next gen for the series X and S and PS5. But then it gets released, and it's the base consoles that are struggling. It's last gen, the the base PS4 and Xbox One. Right. I'm like, how is it that you were trying to optimize those specifically, and those are the ones that are having trouble? I like that makes. No sense. That's that's dumb. Uh, so, I I don't. That's my issue with with all of that. But for me, I've played the game. I beat it. I have. I got several endings, and I'm playing on a one X. I've told people. I, I have my my brother in law. He has a, a a base Xbox One. I told him, wait. I'll let you borrow it. Um, just let it get some of the bugs worked out. But for me, I've ran into nothing game-breaking, minor inconveniences uh, from myself. Uh, And it's only crashed maybe three times, and it's been fixed since then. Um, But I love the game. It's one of those games that's pulling me back in. Like, I kind of want them to do a Grand Theft Auto Online type thing that they did with it. Yeah. It is, in my opinion, a very good game. Yeah, I think I think if we give it a couple of years, like it's gonna pull a No Man's Sky, and it's just gonna be one oh, yeah. of those games that's just fantastic through and through. Once it gets smoothed out and all the bugs, uh, out. it's just very unfortunate for CD Projekt Red for this to happen. Which, granted, they stepped on their own toes a lot um, during this. Uh, it, I think uh, their biggest issue was making too many promises and yeah. not delivering on which, all of them. Again, the No Man's Sky route. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, all they had to do was just be like, all right, we're working on it. And then just be quiet about it. <laughs> uh, they gave too many early release dates. And, um, you know, I think it came back to bite them. Um, I want it to succeed because I love CD Projekt Red. And I want them to succeed as a company. But uh, bad moves on their part, man. Like, that's rough. And uh, Well, interviews with the devs, almost there's several quotes of the developers saying that the board of directors were wanting unrealistic release dates 
Yeah. Like over Which, and over. You know, is and, the current landscape of the gaming world. Right. Right. And they've been on crunch for two years. And then people are yeah. saying they've had plenty of time. Being on crunch for two years, by the way. Imagine yeah. overtime, working extra days, working extra hours, constantly being berated with deadlines that just aren't realistic. That's got to be awful for the average game developer. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And people are saying, um, oh, you've had nine years to develop this game. It just got out of po- like uh, pre-production in 2016. Yeah. So There's a lot of stages like, involved. It's not just this person works on something for nine years. You know, yeah. it, it, it exchanges hands along the way. Right. Yeah, you, know, you have the music department. Also, music, <laughs> very good. I love it. It's very, it's very cool. Oh, they yeah. got rap and metal and everything in between. I want to say there's country. a Run the Jewels song in there, and I adore Run the Jewels. So mm. I'd say they do have real bands in it as well. So don't stream the game. Yeah, you know, you will DMC. quick. All right. So next up, we have to talk video game awards. Video game awards for 2020. And, uh, oh. It was actually a very entertaining show. Um, I was kind of, uh, I'm not going to say let down, but slightly disappointed with all the, I guess, game announcements that we got. Um, I thought there could have been more, uh, or I thought there would have been more, better yet. Um, I had expectations and uh, didn't quite live up to it, but we did get some really cool stuff. Um, So as far as the awards go, uh, I mean, The Last of Us Part 2 basically pulled a full sweep for most oh, yeah. everything that they were nominated for. Um, rightfully so. Um, fantastic games. Uh, and you can go see the full list of the awards online if you uh, choose to do so. Um, we don't really have time to read them all off to you. I would love to. But um, we do need to talk about some of the uh, releases uh, that are coming to us. Um, one of the big ones um, that I know a lot of people are excited for would be the spiritual successor to Left for Dead. And yes, yes. And it's called Back for Blood. And I gotta say, it looked fun. I mean, it looks like a very fun party shooter with some insane, insane (laughs) mechanics. And uh, I mean, we have these uh, giant colossal uh, zombies, basically. And uh, I really really look forward to that what, what was your guys uh impression on that look i don't require a lot from a left for dead game left for dead games are incredibly basic it's pretty much a linear path you fight a bunch of zombies but you know what you're having a damn good time the whole time yes <laughs> so they don't need the game to be pretty they don't need to add extra stuff really i mean i'll be happy if we get like weird class abilities or something that makes it stand out a little more than from its predecessors yeah but at its core shoot zombies with friends scream at each other because somebody sweet beef shot the car and alerted all the zombies you know that's <laughs> what it's all about i know it's, it's on purpose i know and then you throw a <laughs> molotov cocktail on my face and wonder why i'm dead the world may never know <laughs> but i'm beyond excited for this oh man okay sweet beef i know this next one you're very excited about um because i know you you'll do anything buy anything that has bruce campbell's face on it oh yeah 100 uh, <laughs> percent. that is an evil dead game makes, coming <laughs> oh he makes my heart melt that chin oh <laughs> that chin 
What can that chin not do? Oh, man. Can, yeah. <laughs> if there was a Crimson Chin movie, I'd want Bruce Campbell <laughs> to play the Crimson Chin. We didn't get a ton of details on this game, but I don't think we really need a ton of details for what an Evil Dead yeah. game is going to be. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I mean, nonsense. It's going to be pretty... Be it's going to be hopefully maybe scary, or it'll be campy scary. Mm-hmm. It'll be campy scary. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe a little bit of both. Oh, uh, man. This is this is exciting. And uh, the, the whole time it was happening, I was just like, I just want to know what Sweet Beast's face looks like right now while this is going on. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So that, that'll be coming. Um, and then we got a surprise cameo from none other than Vin Diesel himself, which I got to say, Vin Diesel in extreme CGI looks so weird a lot of uncanny valley vibes. <laughs> all the way to turn back oh man it was weird it was strange but uh apparently he is uh debuting um in arc two uh from what i understand uh lore wise he is apparently the creator um of this world in arc so that's Had going me. you didn't even have my raptors <laughs> Dude, I didn't know what to ah. think. This whole time I was watching this, I was like, Phew. like I, I don't know if I should be like upset, like because this just feels really bad. <laughs> but I know everybody that is really into ARC is really excited for this. So yeah. good for so you guys. I can't get into I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, but you got it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Um, a game that I know that we're all just waiting for. And we still have got nothing. But they did say it's being worked on. And that's Elden Ring. (laughs) They said it's still coming. It still exists. It still exists. That's all. That's all we got. Much like Metroid Prime 4. Oh, man. We got nothing for that one either. Yeah, Um, I know. Then then we had a uh, debut of a new game, um, which is very Dead Space-esque. and that is the Callisto Project. Uh, spiritual successor to Dead Space. Yes. Which I will I will take. Yeah. Next gen Dead Space, sign me up. I will cry and scream to my heart's content. <laughs> this uh this trailer was really cool. Um and terrifying. Uh I'm I, all for it. Yeah. Uh let's see. I I'm trying to just like remember it from uh from scratch but we basically uh have a, have a guy in a cell and all these alarms starts going off and he's just kind of like you know what's going on what's going on and you turn around and like there's this like giant like alien like being behind him we don't really get a good glimpse at it but uh the whole thing is just super dark feels gritty already and we only got one teaser i can't wait someone took the trailer and broke it down uh, and yeah. there are so many easter eggs hidden in that trailer oh that's awesome like there's two little three little markers and uh i see it's there's like on the wall it says i see was here isaac clark yeah and then ac2 which was the in number three your partner and that had a second what (laughs) yeah yep that's that's (laughs) when's jesus 2 coming out (laughs) electric boogaloo electric boogaloo but so many Easter. I'm excited for Callisto Project. Uh, and yeah. Zach, I know you're currently playing Dead Space Three. I think. Yeah, we're still working on it. It's a slow, slow, slow process. <laughs> uh, 
All right. And then uh, during the Game Awards, we got uh, two really, really cool performances. Um, one to go along with The Last of Us uh, for, from Pearl Jam. We got Eddie Vedder uh, to sing Future Days. And it was incredible. So good. Uh, so good. I was so excited. Um, like I said, if you guys have played Last of Us, you know just how impactful that song is in the game. And to have Eddie Vedder uh, play that live, man, it was it was awesome. Um, and then we got another performance from uh, the London Philharmonic uh, Orchestra. And it was, I guess an ode to all the games and it was, Oh man, it was so cool. Uh, as they just like went through all the different games and dog dog, they had a, dog. sorry. Yeah. And they did the ode to super Mario brothers, uh, for the, uh, God, it's 30 and 30th anniversary for Mario. Yeah. And, uh, man, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you guys want to talk about the game awards? Anything yeah, I missed? Oh shoot! From Persona Five, I did, I did forget that. How dare you? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> so Lynn is for, for those of you who don't know, Lynn is the primary uh, singer for all the all the Persona Five songs, and she's actually a a Japanese soul and jazz singer. Like that's her craft, which is just rad, and that obviously goes rad. along with the the theme of the game, right? So and Lynn's performance was really was done really well. As it was well. really good. It was really really good. I just totally forgot but, about that. The musical performances, are, man. I makes think we'll me... cut you some slack. It's already been a wild year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My uh, my seven week trial of uh, or seven day trial of twenty twenty one. It's over. I don't want it. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you uh, missed the cutoff by about thirty five minutes. Sorry. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, they had us going. Today is December uh, 39th. <laughs> oh, you know, and I thought, you know what I thought? I thought in 2021, I was like, it's only going to get worse because that's when it starts drinking. And here we are. <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> hey, I'm funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, so I me. tell myself in the mirror every morning. I'm the funny guy. Don't worry, don't worry about me. Uh, oh, so we're about to talk about the Boondock Saints here in a second. I'm the funny man. Oh man. Okay. And uh, oh, Super Nintendo World. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was about to. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. It'd be forever before I get to go. You but... guys want to go? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, just right on to Japan. Hey, yeah, he said. Easy. Went to Orlando's Orlando places here in the U.S. Also. Oh, you yeah, about to yeah, say yeah. Orlando Bloom? I feel like That's he right. wanted to. I forgot. I forgot. I wait, wait. wait. <laughs> when, is the, when is the one in Orlando coming? Hang on, let me look. Uh, like probably like twenty twenty four. They didn't give specific years. They just said that they're working on. I think the U.S. next, Japan first, U.S. next, and then yeah. gave a bunch of other countries. Dang. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Dang. But nonetheless, the way they did it was super cool. With the the bracelets or whatever, and you mm-hmm. get points for hitting blocks and secrets and stuff. That's awesome. I can't wait. I will definitely be going. I'm close enough to Orlando. I'll be there. You I guys mean, can come too. Yeah, I'll fly. I'm sorry. I'm not driving. Oh, not no. Yet. I'm still flying. Let me tell you. I drove to Orlando. Yeah, you're close and you're like, still too far. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that again. We're not. We're yeah. Not. I'll, I too will be, will be flying. I'll also have a baby with me. 
Or hey, a child. Me too. By the time. Whoa, 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 whoa. You leave the kid at home. They're not going to remember any of it. This is this is for the boys. <laughs> yeah, Super Nintendo World is for the men. Yeah. Okay, it's for adults. That's yeah. their tagline, Super Nintendo World. Yeah, it's for the, the boys. We'll tell our four-year-old son, boys. like, hey, you guys got to stay home. Daddy, where are you going? Super Nintendo World. <laughs> oh, no. No. No, no. No. No, you don't love <laughs> Tell me, Mario. what's 10 times 10? I don't know what that means. And that's why you're not going. <laughs> oh, God. Who are we? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm a horrible father, even though I'm not. <laughs> All right. So, we're about to wrap it up here, but uh, before we do, you guys got any, uh, any recommendations for our um, listeners to uh, go check out? Um, what about movies? Uh, Letter, Letterkenny season nine dropped. I know that's not a movie, but uh, still, <laughs> dude. Yeah, if we're talking about shows. Letterkenny, Blood of Zeus, do recommend. Highly recommend. Uh, the wife and I just wrapped up Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. Hmm. So, oh, fun fact: Cyberpunk coming back to that. Uh, I got a free one month subscription to HBO Max uh, with my Cyberpunk game. So oh, we watched. Raised by Wolves, that is, I think, uh, Rid- Ridley Scott yeah. is a part of it. And it has Travis Fimmel, who is Ragnar from Vikings. He's also a part of uh, that show. That's I thought you were about to say Travis Scott, and I was just sold. I'm like, <laughs> I ate his burger. I, I'm, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, quick summation of it. Androids are raising human babies. It's a religious war against with atheists and religious people, and the religious people won. And these androids ran off to this barren planet to raise children. Nice. It's pretty dope. It's weird. Time. It's super. It's super freaking weird. I'm gonna be honest. It's a little it's, weird, but I dig it. It's like it's a cool weird. It's like this is. It's Ridley Scott, so you already know what to expect if you know right. who that is. Alien franchise, right. weird movies. Yeah, I'm here for. Yeah, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Or, yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm 100% here for it. Oh yeah. I think this is like his first TV show also that he's been a part of. Yeah, I think that sounds right. And uh, uh, let's yeah, see. Go ahead. Movies, movies, Soul. I think we've all watched Soul now. Yeah. I have seen Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Highly also recommend. recommend. It's yeah, cute. It's... It makes you think. It makes you feel. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like I feel like the whole message of it is very adult, but it's still got stuff for kids too. Yeah. Um, more more adult than Inside Out, dare I say. Like Inside Out is still like relatable for kids, but I feel like Soul is almost like over the top for kids. Yeah, it it almost definitely feels like it's two movies in one: one for the kid, one for the adult watching it, so they can have an existential crisis. Oh yeah, yeah. It it made me emotional. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely got emotional by the end of the oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, really good, really good. It's the only really like new movie I've watched so yeah, it's the only one I can say that I've seen that at least I remember. So, all right, uh, let's see. What about what about games, YouTube channels, music? Let's see, games wise, uh, Dragon Quest. I'm like sixty hours in. I don't know why. Can't stop playing it. I think I don't actually pay attention to half the story, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm like ten hours in right now, on it. Um, it it's it's just I died it's weird. Very early. Very yeah. very early. Uh, yeah because i was not aware that you cannot use those like little like healing herbs in the middle of a fight yeah. 
You only can use spells, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I found that out the hard way. I was like, dude, I got like a ton of these things. I'm just gonna freaking go power level, and then I got like two HP. I was like, time to use one, and then it's like, nah, dog, you ain't got none. I was like, oh, I'm dead. I'm so dead. <laughs> I lost all my progress that I'd done to you because <laughs> I didn't save. Oh, it was rough. It's rough. I it was, that was a lot of time spent fighting this stupid freaking rabbits. Freaking I'm other uh, rabbits. <laughs> Dude. I'm juggling three games right now. Mm-hmm. Two I finished Cyberpunk, so I'm only juggling two right now. Uh right now I'm I'm trying to wrap up Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And I just picked up Ghosts of Sushima. Sushi roll. Oh yeah. Sushi Sushi roll. Yeah. And sushi roll. I um I'm trying to get those other PlayStation costumes. So if you play the Legends mode and you play as every class, you can get like a God of War outfit. Oh, they're so cool too. I got the God of War one. My next one, I'm going to try and get the uh, the Yarnum set, which you're, uh, what is it, Elaine the Crow, I think. You get her outfit. You get the Colossus outfit from Shadow Over the Colossus. And then you get uh, Aloy's outfit from Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'm working on that. I didn't know you didn't get all the classes. You got to grind. And it's getting really hard. <laughs> it's getting hard. I just wanted the outfit. Dude. Um, and like I said, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I'm having a blast with. First Assassin's Creed game I've ever played. Yeah. Or I will complete. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Everybody has something really good to say about yeah. Valhalla. So I'll play it at some point. It excites me to be able to come back to Assassin's Creed to a good game because... I miss them dearly. Um, I'm oh, I'm still playing a ton of Slay the Spire, uh, which I talk about often because I just want people to play it with me. It's so good. <laughs> it's a, they're, they actually just announced this week that they're making a board game with it. Um, it's just Slay pretty, the Spire board game. Yeah, it it's gonna be freaking awesome. Um, so go play it. It's only five dollars. No, sorry, ten dollars. It's ten dollars on your phone, or Xbox or Steam. Go play it. It's fantastic. It's great. So, that being said, that's about it, boys. I think we did it. We done it. Yeah. It's good to be back. Oh, I, got a, I got a song. Are we recording? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're still yeah, here. We're still here. Oh, we're still here. Oh, oh. I got a song. And uh, it, there's no singing, so you can't be mad about screaming screamo music. But I would not be doing you justice if I didn't recommend a song. Solely instrumental, so if you dig stuff like that, you're going to dig it. It's by the band Vitalism. The song is Pagan Part 2. Oh, so, so good, dude. Your music. This is a tasty, tasty song. It's crunchy. It's, got it's melodic. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The music video makes you think you're in Norway. It's chewy at times. Get that umami flavor set, man. Umami. Capilta fish. Um... So check that song out. There Absolutely. you go. Sorry, last, last little bit. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. It's definitely it's definitely worth the mention. It's so good. Spicy and chunky. I do have a YouTube channel. It's called How to Drink, and a guy makes <laughs> video game alcoholic drinks. Oh, he tries to recreate and movies, TV shows. He'll try and recreate. Oh, so stuff. it's like binging with Babish, but for but specifically video for games. cocktails. Yeah, for cocktails. Specifically, video games, movies. He did a, but no a, a song, uh, or not a song, 
He did a, a drink from Ash versus Evil Dead. I can't say the name of the drink. It's pink something. Um, That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Frick. Frick is the name <laughs> of the... When are you freaking freaks going to learn? Did you learn that your actions have consequences? Um, so, all right, that's it. That's all. That's my recommendations. That's what I've been binging, watching. That's it. That's all I got. That sounds awesome. I'll definitely check that out because that sounds fun. Well, it has been good to be back. I've missed you guys. I've missed doing this. And uh, I miss all you guys out there that listen. So, we will be back on a regular schedule, hopefully. So we appreciate you waiting for us in the time being. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. But that being said, in the meantime, you can find us anywhere on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at uh, Space Kraken Gaming. Um, and uh, at some point we'll have YouTube videos out there. Uh, those are just a, a little more time consuming. Yeah. But anyways, we love you guys. Stay safe out there and we will see you next time. Peace. Bye. Turtle?